Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tavern Watch Plays. Today, we are playing Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a D&D adventure set in the Feywild realm of Prismere. Now, Prismere is somewhat under siege by a coven of hags who have divided the realm into hither, thither, and yon. Uh, the Feywild queen of this realm, Zybilna, is missing in action. No one seems to know where she is. But our adventuring party is here for a different reason altogether. And whether they want to get caught up in Feywild politics, we will find out. Now, last we left off, our worthwhile adventurers had found their way into Hither and through various places thereof had got, gotten into the cottage of the hag Bavlorna Blightstraw, who is holding on to something she had stolen many years ago from one of our characters. And now I'm going to ask everyone to introduce themselves, starting with Joe. Hi, I'm Joe Perez. I will be playing Alistair Hoppleton. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it is to be happy anymore. It sucks. And, but... But Alistair does know that Bavlorna is the one who currently possesses that thing that was his mind. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, next, Matt. Oh, I'm I'm Drab's sister, uh, Hippolyta Millicent Hoppleton. I'm a charming, vivacious, and quite modest bard. And I'm not missing anything, and I don't know what they're all talking about. <laughs> uh, then we have True Shot Avino. Uh, Andrew. Andrew! I should have started with Andrew. Yeah. I play uh, True Shot, an elf turned Dampier, who is an arcane archer fighter who's lost the ability to reach a logical conclusion. And we do have a brand new player joining us this time, and uh, she will introduce herself when we get to her. We'll leave that a mystery for a little while. So, last, so you're currently in Bevlorna's study. Where there were two creatures, Bevlorna herself, who is a frog-like creature with a gaping open mouth that's curled slightly into a smile. She has cracked, brittle skin and wears shapeless brown clothing. And she's looking at Alistair. Flies kind of come in and out of her open mouth. But she is smiling. The other person in the room is a tall, lean woman of gray complexion dressed in black with a wide-brimmed hat obscuring her eyes. Before you came in, they were talking, but you interrupted this conversation and made a deal with Bavlorna in exchange for your mirth, hopefully. She asked you to do a couple of favors for her. One was to fix her preservation pool in the lower level of her cottage, which is not working anymore. The water doesn't fill up. And to retrieve a package from the uh, village outside. And I believe we were about to go off and do these things, but that is up to you. <laughs> yeah, Alistair, I believe, was literally turning around as soon as this was done and walking out, not waiting for anybody. Okay, yeah, the door is off to your left then. Yoink. Yeah, we have actually managed to set this up in Roll20, so everyone has access to maps, which should hopefully be helpful. Uh, anything outside of the room is not visible to me. Uh, yeah, it's dark. I'm just going to turn on the lights because that's a lot easier. Uh, what are the rest of y'all doing? Bavlorn is kind of looking at each of you in turn, evaluating you with her giant bulging eyes. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I have to go make sure he doesn't trip and fall. And I'm heading out because he's my brother and I don't can't let him go do this by himself, even if it is insanity. 
I'm studying Babylon, just trying to get down in my memory what exactly she's wearing, she looks, how tall she is, just, just taking note of that. As well as the, the other woman in black in the room, although I'm having trouble focusing on her for some reason. And uh, actually, this is Six, whom I totally forgot to introduce because we have many players, many players now. Six, do you want to tell us uh, who you are and what you look like at the moment? Well, that's fine. My, my character is trying to be forgotten, so I kind of thought you were rolling with it in that way. So, <laughs> so I, I'm playing Kevon, who is a, a warlock changeling. And Kevon is currently, uh, as a changeling, uh, looking like a, um, I think it's a dress dummy or one of those dummies in the basement that, is, that you put clothes on and everything else. Although he, he is slowly trying to figure out if that's what he wants to be at the moment as he surveys the room. Because the thing that uh, Kevon is missing is he doesn't really have a sense of purpose. He's wondering where it went, and it means he sort of goes wherever the winds take him. At the, he's very purposeless, and uh, it's it's causing him to continuously fall down this weird, weird path and into this group. Uh, Bavlorna is eyeing you very curiously. You are certainly an interesting one. I give her another salute. Kind of like a mouth at the moment. <laughs> and what and about I you, also... True Shot? Oh, carry on. I was going to mention, I, I also uh, sort of just follow with the group but continue to sort of face Bevlorn as I do, just almost in a weird way, like a magnet being drawn to the other two uh, bunny people as they leave. Uh, she keeps staring at you with this gaping mouth smile as you go, her eyes following you. So is everyone going back the way they came? True shot? Yes, I'm also just sticking with the group. Um, so y'all did come up initially through a spiral staircase. Let me move everybody back down to the room below. Actually, um, as you walk into this hallway, um, let's skip over to our our other player, who is Anne Stickney joining our game. Hi. Uh, Anne, you were out here investigating, and you were captured by someone in, this, in Bavlorna's cottage, and you now find yourself in a small cage inside this room the room is it's it's a small bedroom there's a bed that's kind of moldy looking the whole room is very musty the floorboards are damp and on either side of the walls there are shadow boxes with uh inside them are mummified dead pixies who have been penned up like butterflies great Wallace. <laughs> um so, do you wish to do anything? You do hear you do hear movement out in the hallway. I start singing really loud. Uh, so, everyone else, you hear singing further down I've the hallway. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> dee -dee -dee. Oh, I need to stop this thing from being on mute because I was laughing at that. So. <laughs> uh, sounds like there's some kind of stage or uh, performance room that direction. Well, what's going on over there? The singing isn't very good. <laughs> It's beautiful. Also, She's uh, just sort of sitting with her legs one. sticking out between the bars and like swinging her legs. <laughs> Looking around to see if there's anything that might unlock the said cage. Uh, you do not see anything here. She continues singing. Uh, so you hear this singing voice at the end of the hallway. Big one, small one, some as big as your head. I don't know the rest of the words, so I'll sing it all again. Oh, oh I've got a lovely fun. I just look at everybody else and just kind of, well, do we want to go take a look? Yeah, we could take a break and go see the stage show that's going on. Sure. Right, follow the singing. 
Um, so yes, this is a door over here and it's, uh, you know, it's old wood kind of bulging, but if anyone wants to try and push it open. Sure. It's not locked, but it is kind of, you know, it's kind of like the, the woods absorb, absorbed moisture. So it doesn't quite fit in its frame as it used to, but you kind of give it a shoulder and it opens up and you see this little bedroom with pixies pinned to the walls in shadow boxes very neatly and uh in front of you Anne, what exactly do they see you see a very short small fairy with white hair that's kind of like poofy it looks like maybe she stuck her finger in an electric socket at some point recently and didn't bother to brush it back out or anything like that but she's got a wreath of flowers on her hair and big bambi eyes and she looks really startled when you come in and goes oh Hi. Hello. Are you here to get me out? I look at everybody else. Do you you want to get out? Well, it's a better alternative than being stuck to one of those boards. I'm going to look at the uh, cage and see if I can see any obvious way to open it. Oh, hello. You're really pretty. Yes. Um, I'm key, which is kind of ironic because I don't have one. It's a 13 on investigate. Um, it's a, the, the cage is made of metal bars, but they're pretty thin. It's pretty flimsy. It does have a lock. It just, none of it looks very sturdy. Brother, I think this is up your alley. Okay. Uh, I just try to pop the lock. Okay. But... Make, um, a strength check. Athletics? Sure. Yeah. Natural 20? Uh, yeah. You smash into the lock with the butt of your sword and it just, crumbles into, you know, like old metal wood, like into just dust. She comes darting out of that cave and goes (laughs) in this big circle and is like, whoa, free, 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 free. And then she gives you a big hug. Uh, Alistair does not return the hug. She gives it to like the back of your head. She's really small. (laughs) Right. Uh, I look at everybody else. Shall we carry on then? (laughs) What are you doing? You're pretty. Thank you. I'm Key. I came in here looking for something, and then that royal bitch locked me up. I don't like her. Oh, that's a bad word. Oh, sorry. Not exactly interesting. There's nothing wrong wrong with the word royalty. (laughs) Yeah, we are dealing with the hag as well. She has something. Are you going to kill her? Because that would be fun. Not as of yet. I'm just trying to get what she took back from me. Oh. What'd she take from you? My ability to be happy. Oh, well, you need that back. Everybody needs that. Let's go. Where are you going? What do you have to do? We have to fix her pond or whatever it is and then retrieve a package. Fix her pond? That's weird. Couldn't you just call it a euphemism? (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to go take a look and see if I can figure it out. Okay, I'll come with you. Since y'all help me in everything. Certainly, you are welcome. I am Alistair. Nice to meet you. Thank you for letting me out of that cage. It really stunk. This whole room stinks. It's really moldy in here. Can we leave? It might be toxic. I don't know. Yes, quite. (laughs) Really, the whole cottage has had this, like, damp, musty smell as you've gone through it. And there are windows in here, but even there, you know, dirty with old grime and muck and mold that means even the 
even when there's a window in the room, it's this really yellow faded light. So is everyone going back to the preservation pool? You were there previously. It's down a flight of stairs and I'll just move your yep. tokens. That's, that's okay. where we're going. Let me drag you way down here on this giant map. Wasn't that the pool that stung us when we touched it? I didn't touch it. it. The water did indeed. It like didn't do damage, but it did kind of sting. Basically like sticking your hand in lemon water water almost. Yeah, without the sweet. Wait, did we try drinking it? I don't believe anyone tried drinking it, but it did. It did sting you when you touched it. So it could be sweet. We don't know. I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Simpsons is like, Lisa, I dare to drink the water. I don't need I don't need to become Blinky the fish. (laughs) So you go back down. (laughs) You go back down the spiral staircase and you're back in this room with this big pool. It's uh, recessed down under this uh, wooden walkway that y'all are on when you come down the stairs. There's stagnant water filling the pool to a depth of one foot. And rising from the pool center is the head of a stone well that gives us off an unpleasant, pungent odor. In one corner of the pool stands a tall, dirty, freestanding mirror in an oval frame. And floating in the water is a large lily pad. And uh, along the sides, what you're standing on is a 10-foot wooden walkway that creaks as you walk across it. The room is just filthy. There's just muck and mold and old dishes and just discarded junk everywhere. Personally, I think she's a hoarder. Probably. That second syllable is extremely important. Thank you for using it. You're welcome. What's that mirror? Um, I remember one of you approached the mirror, but I forget who. I think it was True Shot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it sounds like a bad idea. As well. <laughs> and I didn't have a um, reflection in it. But. Um, I will actually go over to the mirror and take a look. I didn't do that before. You see your reflection. Just looks like a bog standard mirror. Nothing carved in it. Anything like that. Uh, it looks like a bog standard mirror. It's kind of elaborate. It has an elaborate frame, but it. It just looks like a mirror. It, too, has fallen prey to some of, like, the muddy, muck, slimy stuff in the water. Hmm. All right. Then I will go over to the well at the center, which we didn't do before, and I will take a look. Um. So you look down into the well. Give me um an investigation check, maybe? Sure. It is a gentleman's 13. Um... And you, is it, are you touching the water with, like, bare hands? I suppose your feet are... Do you wear boots or do you have bare rabbit feet? Bare rabbit feet. Uh, then as you step through the pool, the water here is, like, it kind of stings. Like something that's just mildly toxic, you know? Just like you're... Uh, like if you're, if you're touching a plant and it has sap that just is... Kind of irritates your skin, it's like that. Okay. Um, as you... As you look down, it, you think you see something blocking the flow of water, but you can't tell what it is. How far down is it? Does it look? Um, about 10 feet down. There's just something, something that looks a little murkier in the water that doesn't quite look like water. Okay. I take out my crossbow and I shoot down into the well to see if it's how, like how viscous it is. Um, as you shoot down into the well, the water does slow down your crossbow bolt a little, but then it, well, roll, roll an attack, make me a attack roll, and we'll see, 
Uh, natural 20, 26. <laughs> uh, so, then you're on a roll. <laughs> yeah, it's going it's to uh, yeah. bite me in the butt later. Don't worry. It, that is a literal roll, yes. Um. So the the bolt does, it's going through the water and then it stops. It seems to sink into something. And then the water starts moving. Uh, it, like water comes up as as it uh Ooh. <laughs> as this gooey creature oozes out of this well oh, it's- no. <laughs> Ew. uh yeah people people who have played D before uh, know where this is going oh no okay um and as it pulls itself where everyone should get them situated on the map where everyone is well i was very clearly next to the well yeah, well, he well, is lying. By the way, character- was that six? Okay. While he's been doing, oh, I was going to say, while he's been doing this, my character has moved back over to that ledge um, where all the frogs were at, and has turned themselves into Bavlorna. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I'm just seeing if I can get the frogs' attention as Bavlorna, <laughs> like the the army of frogs that was on the the, the porch. I'm, I'm not okay, even yes. what you're doing quite yet. Yes, there was an army of frogs on the porch. Um. Um, yeah, they just stare at you. We can leave it here. <laughs> I'm just I'm just giving an update, so I'm okay. just hanging out like I'm, I'm already distracted and onto something else for no reason at all. Um and true shot, where where are you? Oh good Alistair lord, that's massive. Was... I'm uh, standing uh yeah, the... you know, it's fine. I was standing at the edge of the water waiting to see what I had to do. So And Polita? Okay. I'm I put myself where I was. Basically okay. sitting at the end of the edge watching my brother do this and shaking my head. Uh, so first, uh, Alistair, roll me some damage, and everyone, roll initiative. Uh, thirteen. Six. <laughs> for, that's for damage. Initiative is. Uh, that's a natural one, so it'll be a seven. <laughs> I got a twelve. Got fifteen to initiative. This just isn't what I expected. Really, you didn't see this coming? No, I legitimately did not. <laughs> Like, no joke. You be going last. So, and you do 13 damage to the cube, as you can see, as it comes out, this crossbow bolt still sticking into it. It raises itself up out of the well with a kind of slurping noise as it comes out. And, yeah, it, it is approaching you, Alistair. And as it pulls itself out of the well, water starts gushing out. 16. And Kevon, you are first up on initiative. You, even as you're over trying to get the attentions of the attention of the frogs, you hear all of this going on behind you. Can you say that one more time? Sorry, Liz. Um, as you are up first on initiative, and as you are okay. over here talking to the frogs, you hear this kind of slurping sound behind you. And the sound of water flowing pretty rapidly. Okay. Do do I like see something like coming out? I mean, if you if you turn around, yet? you see this goopy. Yeah, if you're turning around, yeah, you see this goopy, uh, like it's kind of cylinder shape, just yeah, of goop coming up out of the well, and it's starting to move towards right. Alistair. I look over at Alistair and I just go, "Is he one of us?" Like pointing back at it. Like, nope. Okay. Uh, and on that note, um, 
was seeing Alistair's reaction to it. Um, and now that I look like Bavlorna, and I'm imitating Bavlorna, and I'm talking to the frogs as Bavlorna, uh, I, I use my acting feet to order the frogs <laughs> to attack the, uh, is it a cube? It's, I mean, it's a cylinder, but it's basically uh, a gelatinous the, the cube. gelatinous cylinder. I order yes, the frogs it's... to attack. I look at them and go, uh, attack in my hobbies? It's the uh, gelatinous cylinder. <laughs> um, make a persuasion check. That is a nine. They they sit there and they go, ribbit, 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 ribbit. Am I not Bavlorna enough for you? <laughs> um, right. yeah, that's it. Unless you have any bonus actions you would like to do. Um, I it's been a while. Yeah. You know what? I go ahead and I uh I throw the uh, hex blades curse on it. So okay, okay. All right. And with that, uh, uh, my turn. True shot, you are up next. All right. Seeing that this thing is attacking, I'm just going at it with all I've got. So first things first, uh, shoot it with my longbow, because that's what I do. And that is a 16 to hit. Okay. That that does hit. It's, not, it's, it's a giant cylinder of ooze. Yes, you hit it. Okay. And then I when I do that... Um, I hit it, so I'm doing, adding, making it a shadow arrow. Creature hit okay. by the ar- arrow takes an extra 2d6 psychic damage. <laughs> no, you're gonna give the, the cube bad thoughts, I appreciate this. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, so, something um, without a brain, you're giving psychic damage. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. Um, it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Actually, I don't think it does anything to it. Uh, even if it fails, it can't see anything beyond five feet, but I don't think that matters to it. Yeah, that does not affect it. Okay, so anyway, I did um, 11 piercing plus four psychic to it. Okay. Yeah, the arrow, okay, the arrow definitely sinks into it, and it doesn't really react, but you aren't sure how a giant gelatinous creature would react to an arrow, but it sinks into its side. And then I'm going to use Action Surge and shoot it again for another 16. That hits. And another 9 piercing. And shooting arrows is about all that Shushok can do well. So he's pretty proud of himself that there's arrows sticking out of the gelatinous cylinder. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's got a crossbow bolt sticking out of it, and it has two arrows sticking out of it. And it is now the cube's turn. Well, appro- I'm about to be rabbit yeah. stew. <laughs> it's, it approaches you, Alistair, and it's going to attempt to engulf you, so you have to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, yep. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that a 10 does not do it. A 10 uh, does not do it. It was a 12, which is not very high, but still. Let me just see if I have anything. Uh, when you fail a dex saving throw, you can use your reaction to roll a d4 and add it to the save, potentially turning the failure into a success. Okay, yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. Inspiration. Uh, you, you can't. I can't? I'm pretty sure I can. But it's, no, it's, a, it's a bonus action. It's a bonus action on your turn. You can't give it to me. Yeah, it's okay. not a reaction. No, I have a reaction, though. But it's not a reaction. It's a bonus no, no, action. I, but I do have a reaction, yes? Yeah. Is, I've is made this an attack save. it's making, but it's attacking you, right? Is it have it's, to make an attack roll, or is it just you make a save? This is this is not an attack. It just okay, as it enters your space, it does this. That's all I needed to know. Thank you. And he and you made your save. So on a successful save, you can 
choose to be pushed five feet back or to the side of the cube as it pushes you away. All right, I'll just go to that side. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, man. but the cube, in, in addition to walking over you and trying to engulf you, the cube is going to attempt to attack you. That's Let's fine. Let's see how well that goes. Uh, but it rolled a four. It's not going to hit you. Yeah, unfortunately, because I've already had to use my reaction, I cannot use any of my cool new stuff yet. Um, okay, that is the cube's turn. Next, Hippolyta. It keeps making me go to certain places. Um, yeah, because each, is- each square is five feet, but our, our icons are smaller than that, so you have to go into the grid. Yeah. Well, my question is, am I within 15 feet of it? Now I'm completely in darkness and can't see anything, so. Yeah, I'm not sure where you moved your token to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, y- yeah, you're within 15 feet of it. You didn't even have to hang on. Okay. Yeah, each, each cube is five feet. All right. Can you, if you can see the. Well, I have, I, I make a 15 foot square from myself so I can put the cute, the square onto it. I don't want it to hit Alistair. I still can't see anything, but. Oh, yeah, I, I am back going on the map. Okay. There we are. Sorry. And then it went away again. What the heck is happening? <laughs> Technology is, folks. Ain't it grand. Anyway, I'm going, uh, to, I'm going up to it. I'm, I'm getting within the range of it. I'm trying to make the square not be on my brother. Is that possible? Yeah. Okay. And then it needs to make a DC 15 con save because I'm casting Thunder Wave. And as I do, okay. I pull out my loot and I just go. Thunder! And that's the Thunder Wave. Key claps along. She's just delighted. So it needs to make a save? DC 15 save. It makes it. Okay. Then it just takes 2d8 halved. So let me roll the 2d8. So it takes nine have to four, I guess, or five, whatever it works out to be. I don't know. Uh, I think you roll down. So there you go. Four damage. And it doesn't get knocked back. Uh, okay. Any bonus actions you want to do? Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Never understand how this works. It's, it's the bunny ability. Which one? The one where you can hop. Uh, you just take a bonus action and then you can hop away 10 feet uh, as far as... Uh, it does, does it get not, a bonus action? Does it get an attack of opportunity? No, it, it does not provoke you're, an attack of opportunity if you use the rabbit and, hop ability. And also, you're 15 feet away from it. You aren't in its range. Okay, then I will just... I, I'll stay I, ass, I assume you stuck stuck in max range of it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to get near it if I don't have to. Uh, Yeah. So I will stay here. Yeah, as you played your song, kind of the cube sort of like... Uh, the cylinder sort of like vibrated like a like a jelly... And uh, you don't think it liked that, but cubes are cubes are real hard to read. Is is that all you got? Yeah, I have a reaction. I'm saving it for if yeah. it does anything. Uh, Alistair, it is finally your turn. Well, I don't like this thing. I'm going to uh, draw my katana and okay. or or replacement sword befitting of a katana because that whole thing with the loot happened. Uh, and take a swing. Okay, give it a go. Uh, that is a 24. That definitely hits. I mean, it's, it's gigantic. It would be really hard to miss. It absolutely would be. Uh, that's going to be 14 points of damage. You slash into it and cut a pretty sizable chunk off of it. It quivers as your sword goes through it. Uh, as a, oh, I should have done that anyway. Let's see. Bonus actions. You know what? I'll action surge and then I'll do it again. Uh, I got to mark it off because everything is in weird places. Uh, and then I will use a bonus action. No, I can't because of the, the that. So I will just take another swing. 17. That hits. That's uh, 16 points of damage. 
That's a solid hit. You slice another chunk off of it. Alrighty. And I'm holding my ground. Okay. That brings us to Key. <laughs> She's going to like fly up a little higher in the air and go boom and cast Witch Bolt at third level. <laughs> <laughs> Second no, level, excuse second me. Level. That second was a level. natural 20. <laughs> uh, okay. No, no half measures here. Yeah, that, that hits it. You zap the thing. Do I double damage on a spell or no? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, you double okay. the dice roll. You double oh. the dice roll. Yeah, this... So that's 4d12. <laughs> yeah, we're not at D&D 1 yet. D &D Devon sees all this happening. It's just like... That's 16 yeah. damage. And there's an arc of blue light that's going from key to the cube, and it's just perpetual. And she's just, like, clapping her hands. Absolutely looking, delighted. I look, I look at my brother, then I look at her, and I look at my brother, then I look at her, and then I give her bardic inspiration. Uh, well, you okay, one, you cannot do bardic inspiration as a reaction. No, it's a bonus action, I know. I just That's what I would do. <laughs> uh, as you zap this cube... It kind of like it quivers for a moment. It's just this quivering gelatinous ball, and then it explodes Ew. into this goop that covers well, probably not you, but it definitely hits Alistair and probably Hippolyta. Just goopy goop stuff, and the cube is gone. Water continues to gush out of the well, and the water level is rising in the pool pretty rapidly. <laughs> Boom. I, uh, I get the out of the. I get out of the well or yeah, the, the water. I take a moment to shake myself off, and then I get out and I look to my brother and go, "The places you bring me." Now we need to figure out who put gelatin down in the well. I'm going to use prestidigitation to clean off Hippolata and and like both of them. Uh, six, you were saying something. Yeah. I appreciate that. Kevon, Kevon looks up and is just like, "Wow, you're violent." Thanks. I just welcome. I just incline my head towards Key. That's one thing done. Now we have to what? Go get a pet. Wait, does the water look clean that's coming out, or is it more goo? I, uh, the water coming out of the well is completely clear. Is it filling the room? It is filling the pool. The pool is about three or four feet deep, and it only had like a foot of water in it, so it is filling the pool. Okay, cool. So you remain on this walk. Well, you're flying, but the walkway yeah. is not overrun with water. So now what? Package? Now we must go get a package. She said it was from the Bullywogs, right? Yes. Um, and I will say she said it was uh, from a Bullywog hunter who was giving her supposedly delivering supplies for taxidermy. She told us where to meet them or where to find them? Nope. Nope, I'm afraid she did not. But we do know where the Bullywugs are. Uh, yes, you have been to the village of Downfall, where the Bullywugs live. Actually, I, I looked to Kavan. You've spent time with the Bullywugs. Do you know of the hunter? Do I, do I have to spend more time with them? We are trying not to. Oh, good. The hunter, huh. And then, Liz, do I know the hunter? <laughs> <laughs> um, you do know there's there are a bunch of hunters, and uh, they tend to be out in these shacks on the outskirts of the village. Should I there's assume a bunch all of, of you hunters? They tend to be in the shacks on the outside of the village. I don't know. Did somebody specific? Mm, Bev Lerna didn't give you I a name. Just, just that there was a package hunters. for her. Well, okay, then. I should I should I assume all of you are going outside? 
I was going to yeah. do an investigate check to see if there was like loot in here. Oh, good idea. Because, you know, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I, I'm, That's I'm what afraid, you do. I'm afraid there is no loot. There okay. are the... The cube did not drop anything. It just exploded all over you. I'm just saying, as uh, a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> no, player, it, I am going to it's check for everything. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on a second. Wait, wasn't there a fancy hat in here or something? Oh, do we want to talk about the hat? Yes, there is one of the dressy dress dummies is wearing a hat. Is Kavan going to take the hat? If I recall, that was, no. Because <laughs> Kavan um, already grabbed another hat. That he, yeah. I'll cast a tech magic Let's on Kavan the hat. Right now is, Kavan is also Bav Lorna at the moment, too. Uh, though a bad one, <laughs> but a Bav Lorna still. Um, uh, with a detect magic, you realize that's not a hat. It's some kind of creature. That's not a hat. It's some kind of creature. (laughs) I wouldn't probably recommend messing with it. She has all kinds of nasty things in here. Yep. That would, uh, that would track. She doesn't exactly. The sensible thing to do would be to avoid that hat. True shot, please avoid the hat, even though I know you want to go over and put it on your head. <laughs> I don't generally wear hats, but then again, if it's not a hat... You would look good. No, he wouldn't. It'll probably kill him. I wouldn't put it on your head, because it'd probably eat it. It's a black pointed hat, and it's frankly, it's, it's kind of ugly. It's sort of shoddy, kind of tilted weirdly to one side. I'm having so many visions of what we do in the shadows right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's made it's from witch's that. skin. It is not cursed. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching the hat. <laughs> <laughs> is is anyone doing anything other than leaving this room? <laughs> I am leaving the room because I don't want to get attacked by another cube or jelly or whatever. That was unexpected. Yeah, he's going to fly followed, on out. Um, Alistair. What's that? Oh, no, I've just, like, shrugged, looked around the room, and begun following you because I have no purpose, but you seem to have some, so I'm borrowing purpose at them. So you go back down to the Bullywog village. Uh, you are in the kind of rickety docks outside Bavlorna's cottage. I need to move us all to the ne- other map because everything is easier and also more complicated with Roll20. A true statement. The mm. maps have been very cool, though. Oh, look they at that! Are, they are really cool. And I think this is easier than trying to explain what the maps look like, but uh, also it opens us up to all manner of technical problems. There we go. That looks that looks nuts with the vision feature. Like how it's doing right now, where wherever you are, it sort of points out what you can't see past. It's it's just looking like this bizarre render. Oh yeah, I as if it was trying to render from the center. It's it's really great how it handles vision, so you can't see the whole map. You just know where you are. Um, Kavan, I will say, you know, kind of the hunter's huts are on the south side of the village. And you are in the middle of the they're, lake right now. Okay. They're over there. And I point to the south side of the village. And then I sort of like <laughs> splash in the water a little bit. Like, how are we going to get past this? Uh, we have the boat that we saw earlier. Yeah, there's there's a boat kind of docked over here. So you can head off in whatever direction you wish. Uh, So, yeah, I'll pop in the boat, the one that we used to, to get here, because I'm sure it's still docked here when we tied it off yeah um and i just wait for everybody else to get on yeah i'll get on kind of go up to the fore and start playing the loot and i'll grab the paddle like before key kind of hovers over the boat and finds some place to sit down and dangle her feet off the ledge there are some bullywogs out here in the water sitting on lily pads and the like kind of you know dressed in their sort of soggy finery and they sort of watch you as you go by Start making our way to the uh, south then to the huts. 
Wouldn't it be nice if this was all over and we could get out of this his swamp? <laughs> my feet okay, are wet so- and then my ears are drooping. I'll just keep doing that one. So I'll say you are down over here. Your token should have moved to the south. And there is a hut uh, kind of southwest to you. And there's a hut right across the water to the... Wait. There's a hut southeast of you. And there's another hut in the water across the water to the west of you. I guess so the, that's these these round buildings. I'll make my way over to, I guess, this first one, since it's close to us and doesn't involve me going across water again. He just follows happily. Uh, so, you, uh, yeah. I was going to say, is there a door on the hut? Uh, yes, there is a door that is closed. I will knock on the door. There is no response. I knock on the door as well, mimicking his actions. <laughs> <laughs> there is still no response. I'm just happy to be a part of something. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't think, I don't think Alistair would care. He just wants to get this done. I go to open the door. Ah, uh, okay. As you open the door, it's, you know, it's a round hut with a steeched that thatch roof. And as you open the door, you see there's a small wooden chest resting in the middle of the floor and scattered around it are six fraying silk cushions. The air in here kind of carries that decaying stench of fish. And there's a brazier that hangs from a rafter providing some light. There aren't any windows, so it's pretty dim in here. Alistair will... Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, Alistair hesitates at the door, and I'm just expecting Trueshot to go barreling in. (laughs) Yeah, that that had to be... All right, I'm just... I'm going to walk up to that chest and inspect it. It's amazing to have a character in the party who literally does every horrible thing you you need somebody to do, but don't want to do yourself. (laughs) Um, it's a plain chest. It does not appear to be locked. Okay, I'll open it. Um, inside you see cookware, bottles of spices, some old fish bones, and as you sort through the dishware and everything, there's a mummified toad. Alright, I will relay what I found and I guess hold up the mummified toad and show them and say, this, this isn't anything that Hag would want, is it? She said something about taxidermy. Well, she said a package. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no markings on this uh, crate. It's just completely. It's a completely normal, plain wooden chest. I don't think this is what you're looking for. It doesn't seem very special. I'll bring it anyway, just in case. Um, all right, then I will. I guess stick the toad into my bag and close the chest. Is there anybody else inside? There's no one inside. It's empty. Perhaps we well, should. That was kind of boring. What was that? Six. Do I notice that hunter, you know, the icon, uh, standing outside of that one hut off to, or I guess the east of where we're at now? Um, To the east, that is not actually a hunter, and I think you would probably know him. Uh, That is (laughs) Octavian, and he sort of hangs out in the toadstool patch over there. So there is a toadstool patch over there, but there are no more hunter's huts. It's not a bullywog, so... No, it is an elf. Whom uh, he is over there playing music. You can hear music coming over th- from that direction. I wave to Octavian. Although, keep in mind, I look just like Bavlorna. So, let's see what kind of reaction this gets. Um, <laughs> Octavian notices you as you wave and dashes back behind the mushrooms. I go walking in that direction. But he is. He's not very stealthy about it. You can see that he's just gone behind a few mushrooms. 
Yeah. I go over there and I'm just waving back. I'm like, hey, Octavian, it's me, Bethlorna. What's going on? <laughs> he he peeks around this mushroom and is kind of staring at you anxiously like, your voice is not right. Are you trying to make your voice right? Or are you just talking like you? Uh, I, I'm trying to make my voice right, but I'm not doing a great job. Okay, do, do a performance check and we'll see how great also, of a job of it. Oh, and I just remembered another part of my character, um, which is that I'm not great at shape changing because every time I shape change, <laughs> I have a mustache. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, we all forgot about that one. No, I was just waiting. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite character oh, character good. things. Yeah. Also, a cat war is going on behind me, so part of the noise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just there. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little sick. That, that's the voice. What are you up to? Want to hang out? No, uh, I, your, your pardon, Bevlorna, but I would know. Octavian, just as like when I was a um, log. You, you know him, you know that he's down here and that he has had his own dealings with Bevlorna that have not gone well for him. Okay. Is anyone else following Kavan as he wanders up this way? No, I don't think I would. <laughs> Anybody else going the, going up here? I'll go with him just to see what he's up to. As you are, you actually entering the toadstool patch, or are you staying out on the path? He go into the toadstool patch. I don't know. Are you going into the toadstool patch? I'm hanging out on the path because I'm noticing I'm making him nervous, so I don't really want to incite anything or chase him off either. So I'm just kind of like playing it cool at the moment, trying to be you know friendly, Bevlorna, the Bevlorna you want to be friends with. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> he's going to fly over that direction too. Sorry. Um, yeah, hags usually are not friendly in that way. So he's still, he's darting between these toadstools, trying to hide behind one of them, but he's doing a terrible job of it. You can find him easily, all of you. We can still see you. I put my hand on my face. <laughs> Just if we don't. If you actually wish to speak to this person, you need to stop telling them you can see them until you're close enough to actually talk to them. Key just flies over there. Hi! Um, true shot, while all of this is happening, are you doing anything? Um, if I'm done with uh, the first place, the first hut I went into, then yeah, I'll go out and join the rest of the group. Uh, okay, Key, as you fly into the toadstool patch, I'm not sure where you've gone. I'm like... Over by where the hunter is. Oh, yeah, I see you. As as you start into the toadstool patch, your heart suddenly feels cold, filling Ew. you with a sense of loneliness that borders on despair. And before, uh, before Kavan started walking over here, you did hear just a haunting, melancholy tune being played on the flute, but it cut off as soon as this person noticed... Kavan approaching and um, hiding behind this toadstool you see a slender elf with pale blue skin and black hair kind of you know trying to hide behind this giant toadstool but not doing a good job oh hello how are you not good yeah yeah I I get that a lot did you do that uh, well, you know, it's just kind of, it's an air that sort of lingers around me, apparently. That's not the hag, by the way. It's somebody pretending to be here really bad. 
Um, well, anyone who would want to pretend to be her, I'm not sure I would want to associate with them anyway. Oh, we were trying to get out of her hut earlier. That's why. Uh, I would recommend not going there, really. Why would you, why would you go there? Well, I went there because, you know, if I could remember why, that would make my life much easier. Um, but I got caught, and then they let me go, which was really nice of them. And then we left. But first we fought a cube. I made it go boom. I assume Key went there to look for any information about what had happened to Zybilma and just what was going on here that mm-hmm. Lorna. Yeah. She just doesn't remember. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if she didn't remember or you didn't remember. Uh, anybody else doing anything? You can hear Key talking to someone, and uh, all of y'all were close enough to hear the music. What kind of music? It was flute music. It was just a haunting tune on a flute. Is that still playing? No. You're all about... Uh, like a Lizzo flute, yeah. Like a, yeah, like a real flute. Not to dismiss the quality of the pan flute, but, you know. I've actually got a flute and a lute as well. You can hear Key talking to someone, but you can't hear exactly what any of them are saying. But there's more huts for us to search, right? Like, we see other Yeah, there, there is another hut down this path to the west. We're looking for a package. Do you know where we might find one? Uh, well, the Bullywugs sometimes store things in these huts. Have you seen anything come in recently? Uh, well, they have been gathering in the hut to the west, but I try to stay out of their business. No good ever comes the one to the, You mean the one over the bridge over there? The, yes, yes. Far to the west. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to leave you in your misery now. Goodbye. I, I appreciate that. She flies off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so they've been gathering in a hut to the west. According to that sad elf. By the way, I wouldn't recommend going in there. It doesn't feel very good. No, that's kind of how. That's kind of how he is. Sort of carries a mood. He's a downer. But yeah, I was hoping we could have cheered him up, but it's always the opposite. Maybe his mirth got stolen oh, too. Note, uh, people steal here. Well, that's what happened to the other bunny. And uh, our other friends as well. I'm the only one who didn't get stolen from because I, I hid was... like a coward. <laughs> Alistair, oh. well, while all of this is happening, what are you doing? Are you just standing there waiting? I would kind of wander over after I saw them return back to the path. And just should we go to the other hut and make sure that the package that or what we have is actually the package? They've been gathering at the the hut to the west, the far west. So we should make our way there. I shrug. And the sad flute music starts up again. Just a low, melancholy tune. I pull out my flute and play an exact antipode to it. Okay. Uh, check? Yeah, do a performance check. Dueling flutes, okay. <laughs> I'm going to give myself inspiration. Okay, okay. I didn't need it, 24. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, As you start playing, uh, the the music this elf is playing kind of stutters like he's he's off put by the by this cheerful rhythm you're playing in counteraction to him and he stops and looks out from behind his mushroom what are you doing i would think it'd be obvious i was playing a flute 
You, you know ruining? what a flute is? I'm sorry. Based on what you were doing, I assumed you knew what a flute was. But if you need help, I can explain to you how to play one. I know what a flute is. You're just... Then why did you ask me? <sighs> He's, uh... Has he come out to, to be upset with me, or is he still staying behind there? Um, he has come out a little, but not all the way over to you. Okay. I will then play exactly what he was playing. Do you want another performance check? Oh, no, I'll say that one. That one carries. Yes, you do a beautiful, perfect rendition of that haunting tune again. See, you see, that's how, it. You see how I did that? But before, what I was playing was actually the same arrangement, just in a major key. I don't know if I can do that. It's not that hard. You See, I'll, I'll play his again. And then I will play what I was playing, which was his thing, but in a major key. So you just you move everything up. Um, mm -hmm. Then I'll do that. And then I'll pull it down into the minor key again. Um, so he tries to replicate what you're doing. And um, hang on. Let's see how well I'll give does. him. I'll give him bardic inspiration. That's okay, two uses of are, it now. Yeah, I, I was just checking that you're marking those off because you're yep. throwing them around. Yeah, that's two uses. Um, okay, so he, and I point to our new fairy friend, is a major? I, I didn't realize she was uh, in the military. I, mean, I don't know. She could I'm be not. a minor. I'm not. a major? <laughs> well, do you dig things uh, up? Me? Yeah. No. Then she's not a minor, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this elf does try to play along and does a, a pretty good job of it. Not perfect, but is managing. This feels weird. Pretty much anything can change depending on how you approach it. Hmm. He stares down at it. He's like holding his flute and staring at it like he didn't know it could make sounds like that. And this way, Alistair is just waiting. Oh, he's, yeah, you're used to this kind of thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, let's go. I have I'm to, bored. We have to go. Key is no longer a major or minor, so I must depart. Uh, but it was nice to hear you play. I, I will remember that one. And I tap my, I tap, I tap my ear. He inclines I stand his head. Baffled by this entire conversation. <laughs> As this, am this is I. Just like who's on first? What's on second? Majors in key, little key, big key. I'm just like I, I, my entire brain and reference just like collapses, and I just walk forward. All right, so I guess okay. we'll start making our way towards the West Huts. As we do, I keep, I keep noodling with that song that I heard him playing. Like I, mm -hmm. you know, I keep like pumping. Like I, I take the exact same arrangement, but then I, I play it a little faster. Then I'd see about what happens when I play it a little slower. And that's what I'm doing. Just a little, just experimenting with it as we walk. Okay. Anybody else doing anything while you trek down towards the other hut? Uh, I wouldn't be. I basically, I'm just kind of focused on. He's keeping an eye out for any other suspicious elves hiding in toadstools. But other than that. <laughs> uh, no more toadstools. It's kind of swampy grass, tall kind of swamp grass as you go. Off the path, it starts to get mucky. There are a few trees, but you don't see any other people. Um, as you approach the second hut, it's pretty much identical to the first with a tall, conical, thatched roof and a closed door. I will knock on the door. Okay, I'm going to move all of you down to this other hut. Ah, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> technology, technology, guys. I just accidentally made Kavan's icon larger than everyone else. Uh, so, mm, yeah, that's just, that's a thing that happens. If you want to give me a creature that's large, I'll just say that creature. <laughs> are, 
Are you still Bevlorna at this point? I am still Bevlorna with a mustache. Okay, okay. Uh, so trying to make trying so to make Alist- her voice sound right in everything. Hmm. Alistair goes up and knocks on the door, and inside you hear first a voice in Bullywug that says, "Push the note under the door." I assume Kavan, you know Bullywug, but I don't think anyone else is going to understand that. Nope. I do. <clears throat> and also, can I can I answer back? In Bavlorna's voice, or as best I can kind of make it going, I do have the actor feet. Uh, so what exactly does the actor feet do? Okay, let me go ahead and read this off. Um, yeah. Features and feats. Actor, you gain plus one charisma. You have advantage on deception and performance checks when trying to pass yourself off as a different person. And you can mimic the speech of another person or the sound made by other creatures that you have heard for at least one minute. Uh, okay, so... Hmm... And Liz, can you remind me what Bavlorna sounds like? Uh, like a, you know, she's kind of generic witch. <laughs> you, you know, really kind of like, uh, like, um, I'll get you my pretty like, <laughs> wizard of Oz kind of witch was what I was going for. Whether I got that or not is another question. Okay, I can do this. Um, <laughs> I will get you my pretty. What note? <laughs> Are you actually doing it like that? Okay, but that's actually what you say? Yeah, because I'm just trying to remember what a witch says, so I'm just like, don't they like pretties? Uh, okay. What does the witch say? (laughs) There's silence, (laughs) and then in common, they say someone inside. It's clearly a bullywig voice. It has that croaking thing. Push the note under the door. No! I I Keith's will looking add... at the door expectantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is I, I. This is Bavlorna. I I will <laughs> I will add that uh, a few sessions and quite a few months ago that Trusha, you did get a note from someone in a wine glass as you were meeting with uh, King Galoop the nineteenth. Oh, that's right, I did. Yes, you did. Is that the note they want? I don't know. It is a note. I mean, it's a note. <laughs> and, uh... Does True Shot hold it up into me after I made that? Yeah, I mean, that's a question. Uh, the note, uh, the note you got, True Shot, says, Find Illig the Baron of Muckstump at once. The revolution lives. And uh, you did also find a note in Bavlorna's cottage that simply said the word spittlespew. I think that was Hippolyta that found that. Okay, I'll use Mage Hand to float my Spittlefew note up because I don't know about his note, and I guess I'll. I mean, I I think True Shot told everyone about the note when he got it. Yeah, yeah, I showed it when we were. I feel like that would be metagaming for me to know about it now, unless I was reminded of it because I don't have keen mind or nothing, and it's been quite a day. Yeah, I mean, this is. Want me to make an in check? I can try an in check to remember it. It, this is literally that was like this morning. Yeah, but stuff has happened. There was a giant column <laughs> yeah, yeah. of goo. There stuff has happened, but that was not actually as long ago as it feels because yeah. that was like four months ago for us, but yeah. like I'll, four I'll, hours for you. I'll roll an in check, and if I make the check, then I will assume that I remember it because I don't feel like okay. I, yeah, yeah I'm seventeen. I probably do remember it then. I mean, true shot. Do you, do you mention it before all of this happens? It's possible you don't remember it either. Um. I don't know that I would have connected to when they're talking about the note. 
because I myself did not make that connection, and and he doesn't make connections, so I don't know okay. that he would make that. If Hippolyta remembered, though, she could. Yeah, I'll 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 go over to uh, True Shot and quietly, so it's not like super loud. Do you still have that note from this morning? Okay, at that point, I'd be like, oh yeah, and then I reach in and pull it out. Do you mind? I'll hand it over. I'll float it over with Mage Hand and slide it under the door because I ain't getting near that door. <laughs> uh, okay, after you slide it under the door, there is a noise as uh, a bar that was holding the door was pushed away, and they open the door and let you inside. Hi! Is, is anyone going inside? Key's going to go inside. Okay. If Key's going inside, I will go inside. Uh, standing just inside the door is a jittery bullywug, kind of like nervously looking at all of you, carrying a spear, and behind this guard is a wooden crate with hunting gear piled atop it. And huddled in the back of the hut, there are four more bullywugs. There is kind of a tension just hanging in the air as each of them looks at each other. One of the bullywugs sindles, uh, you know, waves their hands, signaling you to all come in. I'll be in behind my brother because, you know, he makes a very nice shield to be behind. That's true, I do. Yeah, I go in. All right. I do, too. This is a cozy hut. A do you have it? <clears throat> We are here for the revolution. Are you also here for the revolution? Sure. Hmm. What's the revolution? I absolutely love that response. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, the party we have. The party we have. One of the bullywugs is drawing in the dirt floor. Well, then we need help with our plan. We're kind of on another errand, but we could help you out when we're done. Well, if you aren't going to help, then you'll need to stay here so you don't interfere with our plans. What's your plans? Well, and he gestures down at his drawing in the dirt floor, which shows another bullywug with, like, a dagger stuck through his eye. It's a pretty crude drawing. It's, like, it's very cartoony. Oh, it's the king. Yeah. Ugh. Galup the 19th is a witless buffoon and not worthy of the crown. Hasn't every other king basically been unworthy of the crown for some reason or another? Like, what are you going to do? Kill him and then replace him with another person who will then turn out to be unworthy? We're going to kill him and replace him with someone who is worthy. Myself, Illig, Baron of Muckstump. Yes, but like, let's be honest. Everybody else is going to think you're unworthy, right? I mean, none of the other Bullywugs are going to support you, just like none of the other Bullywugs have supported anybody else on the throne, right? I have a full room of supporters right here. There's four of you here. <laughs> Right? I mean, I'm not lying, am I? There's four of you. Are there more of you hidden? Like, I'm, I don't see them. I'm sorry. I, I made the assumption. More will come out of... There are actually five of them. Five? Illig five? Oh, my God. No, no, I meant four supporters. Illig does not count yeah. as his own supporter. No. <laughs> more supporters will come up and rise up to meet me how did, as I get how rid did, of this. How did he get on the throne? Uh, well, he took his, the former king, and he had him boiled in oil. So, but, like, did he just walk in and do that? Like, nobody, like, said anything? He just walked in the room and, and boiled the predecessor king in oil? That would be rather he convenient. Had, like, or did he, he have his, own supporters, right? He, he had his own supporters, of course. How do you and, not understand this? That's how a revolution goes. Yeah, but except, oh, hold on, hold on. That's my point, is it doesn't have to go that way. 
You don't have to just replace him with you and then you get murdered by the next group of people coming up who want to be king. You could actually abolish the monarchy entirely. And then you could rule from behind the scenes as a shadowy puppet master while putting some moron, like a council head or something, in charge. But you don't want to be the person everyone actually knows is in charge because then they know to kill you when they want to be in charge. Uh, Make a persuasion check. Okie doke. (laughs) Key, meanwhile, is just sort of staring at the the bollywog and goes, they boiled him in oil? It was shrugs. It was was no less than he deserved. 19. Neat. Um, yeah, Illig, Illig's looking at you and he's nodding. You do make a good point, but we still have to get Galoop out of the way. He's handled this whole situation with Bavlorda terribly and cannot be allowed to continue. I'm not saying you should allow him to continue anything. Um, but what exactly has he done with Bavlorda? It seems to me like all he does is just do whatever she tells him to. Well, you do know that... A bunch of balloons were burned, and one of Pavlorna's prisoners, uh, Sir Talavar the Fairy Dragon, escaped with the help of a couple of bullywogs who spirited him away in a balloon and burned down the balloon factory. Uh, one of them. He looks a little bit uncomfortable at the mention of somebody escaping imprisonment. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of them, a bullywog named Morgort, you actually freed from the cages at the so- behind the soggy court and helped escape. So you do know that there has been something of a crisis. And uh, you also know that Galoop is not really in great terms with Bavlorna right now because- Of that book Gal- thing, right? Galoop had Bavlorna's book of bad blood that listed all of her enemies that she wanted to destroy. And he was the newest entry on the list. We still have that book or do we give it back to her? You gave it back to her. Hmm. And um, he's not concerned that Bavlona, Bavlona is standing right here. <laughs> um, Capon, uh, make a performance check. I mean, you are wearing a mustache, so make it a disadvantage. <laughs> well, you rolled a six. Oh, I don't think. I don't Hold think on. you're being. I can do lower. <laughs> oh, no. Six. We'll leave it there. Looking for the one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sweet, sweet one. He, he's been focusing on his drawing, and now he looks up and eyes this Bavlorna figure with a mustache. And um, That's right. It's Bavlorna's illegitimate son, Gavlornan. I don't know what magic <laughs> you're again, pulling. <laughs> well, I look back at him and I'm like, are you the one who keeps talking to Snoodle? If people remember, Snoodle was the king's crocodile who was going to use mm-hmm. uh, Yes, yes. Uh, well, Snoodle has agreed to join in our glorious revolution for some minor, minor prize. You're going to let him eat the king? Well, he can eat part of the king. Yeet! I mean, we need to save the king's, we need to save the king's head, obviously, to put on a spike as the lesson to others to not overthrow the king. Wow, that's worked real well so far, hasn't it? But you never know. Uh, Think about it when you're king, all those other king's heads, they're going to be staring down at you. That'll, that'll, that'll feel really reassuring until they eventually kill you and put your head up there. Well, as you say, it's a very excellent idea to put some kind of figurehead up there. Someone not intelligent enough to rule on their own, but who I could guide and mold to do as I will. Someone kind of like the current king? Mm, no, he has to go. He's clearly. No, 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 no. I'm not saying 
the current king. I'm saying someone like him, someone egotistical, somebody full of himself, somebody who's so busy being super silliest in the king that they don't have time to notice you directing everything they do. That's what you're looking for? Perhaps, perhaps. Okay. Hippolyta isn't even sure why she's egging this guy on. <laughs> I, I just assume that it's, it's normal for Hippolyta to just do this. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ilwig looks across the room. His followers have all been listening intently. Volup, how would you like to be king? And Volup just kind of straightens up kind of regally, you know, just like, you know, going from kind of a slumped over posture where he was sitting and listening to being like, just sitting straight up with like perfect posture. Uh, sir, what an honor. Of course, sir. Hmm. Yes, this might work quite well. This I might made work a very for well. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> did. And Illig is just sort of thinking to himself, yes, a council, a council that I could. Hmm. But first we must get rid of the king. Maybe we could convince him that he needs to go to Bavlornis. But we we must make an example of him, an example of what bad behavior he has. We have brought, we have a gift to give Bavlorna after we have accomplished our mission, in addition to having gotten rid of this troublemaker, which she will certainly appreciate. Getting in her good graces is going to be key to this affair. Well, you can start by whatever package was supposed to be delivered to her with taxidermy goods. We have been sent to retrieve them. I don't Ye particularly care about your revolution, but if you're going to do it, that's fine. I just need to bring her back her, her package. We will present it to her after we have secured the throne. So in other words, brother, he's Can saying I? we have to help them get rid of the king in order to get the package in order to deliver it to Bavlorna. This That's just got all complicated. <laughs> yeah, ins insight check. Can I just cast a suggestion? Um, Can I go just cast a suggestion on him? Okay. Just suggest to just give it to us now, and we'll help him with the king afterwards. Well, why don't we? Why don't you give us the package now, and we'll help you with the king afterwards? I think suggestion. Can it be a complicated thing like that? I think suggestion can be. He, he can just tell him to agree. It's, okay. Right? Suggest a course of activity, like a limited to a sentence or okay. two, magically influence a creature you can see with yours and understands. Um, I mean, he can't be, it's not like he's a, I see creatures that can't be charmed. Or yeah, remember I, effect, so. I suggested that that guy walk until he couldn't walk anymore? Yeah, and yeah, I concentrated okay. on it, mm -hmm. like, until he was out of sight? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I, I suggest that he just gives us the package first, and, and we'll help you afterwards, so. Okay, is that a saving throw? And yeah, wisdom. So, uh, wisdom. Oh, w, uh, 14. And I rolled a 15, so he just kind of stares at you. Ah, cast it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, what, it's pretty obvious that you're casting it. And what do you think you're doing? Suggesting something? Mm. <laughs> 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 I do not agree with the suggestion. Clearly, the course of action is to kill him and then present our gifts to Bavlorna. How do I know you even have the gift? May I see it? Um, There was a crate inside and he gestures to his followers who come and push things off of the crate. Here it is. What's she in it? She's a great enjoyer of taxidermy. So one of our oh. hunters brought back a number of strange and exotic things from the swamp for her to, for her to enjoy. Um, 
Let's see. Da, 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 da. Inside the crate. In the room who's an animal. No, it's all bullywogs. I mean, uh, technically, there's two rabbits, but we're rabbit people. Yeah, they, they open the crate, and inside oh, yeah. you see several carcasses. And you, it smells terrible. Oh. So they open it, and everyone's kind of like, Ugh, oh. and then they close it again. They close it again and like shove the furs and hunting supplies back on top of it as if that's going to fix it. Uh, above table talk, like so out of character. I have no intention on helping overthrow them, uh, overthrow the king. I don't want to get involved in that fight. Um, so I'm really contemplating just grabbing the crate and walking out and letting them try to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. if they stop me, try to tell them that the, I'll be more than happy to tell Bev Lorna that they didn't want to give her their gift. I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is, I'm asking the group. How do we want to play this? Oh, so I, I, yeah. Kill the other bullywog or kill all five of these guys is what you're saying? Well, well kill a kingdom. Like, kill. So, unless well, we can be real cool about an assassination. I mean, Galoop did name you members of the Soggy Court. Do you not feel any responsibility or kindness to him? I'm just saying. Not really. <laughs> That's right. That's just right. just to get it out there. No, not at all. Um, um, so, yeah, y'all do. You you gotta come to something here. So yeah, the, these are our choices. What do you want? What do you guys think we you want to do? I think we should be playing both sides against each other. Tell him we'll help him do this. Go forth to uh, Galoomp's court. Tell him what the Baron is doing, and let them wipe each other out. Then take the uh, package back to Bavlorna. Well, I mean, they don't seem very intelligent. We just try to convince them to go ahead. And that will link up with them at a particular point and then circle back yeah, and just well, take the crate. <laughs> well, no, because they're going to leave somebody here to guard it. Maybe they'll leave their new king. <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Yeah, um, they've got their, their king. Are, they're not going to want to risk him in a fight. Okay. I can come are back you, here as Are you villain. having this conversation? No, no, no. Obviously, I'm this. <laughs> there's, there's only there's so like much a, you can communicate. I got you. There's a limited amount of detailed yeah. planning you can actually do at this point yeah. we're just doing eyes at each other so i understand that we can't get this much across with eyes i'm giving him the just go along with it eyes and he's giving me that no i will not eyes that he always does okay I, i'm gonna do something uh i i have druid craft and i can make a harmless sensory effect so okay. i'm going to make like moaning wailing sounds coming from the crate <laughs> and uh say uh i think I think they're they're alive in there. They're about to come out of that uh, crate. Um, do a deception check at advantage. All right, let's see how this goes. Uh, nope, that was a five. Oh, <laughs> not with advantage. I got a five. That's that's very sad. <laughs> they are all staring at the crate. <sighs> Whatever it is, it's safe in there for now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shot, distracted. I'm gonna use a sorcery point to get rid of the 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 vocal component to just cast charm person. Okay. On on Mr. Man, leader dude. Illig Baron of Muck Stump, as he would remind you. Illig. Okay. You need to make a wisdom saving throw. Beat a 14. Okay. I rolled an 18. Aha, but I have a reaction. I saw him succeed on an attack roll, an ability check, <laughs> or a saving throw. Silvery um, Barbs, cast it again, roll it again. Okay. <laughs> does does silvery barbs oh, have a so vocal wise. component? Uh, 
doesn't say. It says reaction. Oh, no, it has a vocal component, but I can just say, ha-ha! <laughs> uh, so that's a seven. So no, he does not. He he looks at, uh, he looks up at you. Um, Key, Key, yes, that's your name. You know, we could take that off your hands. It's kind of stinky and gross. And there might be zombies in there. <laughs> it's, it is Definitely smelling up the place. And remind me, Charm Person, it makes them basically friendly with you, like your best friends forever. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah, a Charm creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. And when the spell ends, the creature does know that it was charmed by you, but mm -hmm. it lasts for an hour. Okay. Can I use Silent Image to just sort of like make it seem like something's trying to crawl out of the crate? <laughs> like just to help, uh, help with this argument? <laughs> Um, I would well, hate for you guys to be in any danger is all. This has been an unpleasant thing to be around. It's ugh, the stench of it. And uh, the the air in this little hut with its sealed door is pretty stale. Why don't we take it off your hands and we'll be right back. And we'll help you overthrow the king and put your guy up on top. And that way you can rule things and it'll be much better. That is, that's an excellent idea. I don't know why I didn't come to you for advice first. I should have started here. You. <laughs> Perhaps you could go and present it to Bavlorna in advance while we, we set about our business of overthrowing this incompetent galoop. That's an amazing sure. plan. You should we'll go, go do that right now. We'll <laughs> go ahead and do that while you, and we'll meet up with you guys, okay? So at the soggy court, what? you want us to meet you at the soggy court in say an hour. Like you should be heading there, right? Well, yes. I mean, we have to go get to get to Kaloop, and yes, of course. Okay, we'll meet this you there. This makes perfect sense. What a thank you. I I do appreciate your assistance. You're welcome. This is, a, this is an excellent idea. Yes, yes. Come now, followers. It is time. The hour is at hand. Viva the revolution, she says, without even <laughs> knowing what she's saying, really. <laughs> I need, um, I need some clarification on the spell message. Okay. Um, it doesn't say I mean, what, do I have a range? Like it says 120 feet. Yeah, it has to be, the person has to be within 120 feet. Will we be passing within 120 feet of Gloom's Court on our way back with the, uh, hand, with the thing? Um, you could. Uh, the court is... Uh, to the northeast of Bavlorna's cottage. Like, you could take your yeah. boat over in that direction if you wanted to. From what I understand, um, based on what the spell says here, I can cast this spell through solid objects if I am familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier. Yeah. And we know where he, like, we know where he is, right? We know where, where he, we took us to a place and we talked to him and then we left, right? Yeah, yeah. So I will say, if you want to go up there and do this, you could. I just want us to take the boat past or go past. And when we get within 120 feet, I will tell him that they're coming. Okay. Like, let me know. So, and I will send the message because I have to be, it has an exact amount of words I can use, I think. Okay. So you all, uh, all of Illig's men in here get together with their pick. Everyone picks up weapons and make sure their armor is strapped on. He and just heads happily out. claps them along. Yay. Go, go, go. And, uh, as as they they march out, they knock on a couple of other huts over here and whisper some words. And you know they they get up a larger crowd as they 
head down the yeah. road. I don't want us to wait. I don't, in the castle. Yeah, I don't want us to wait. I want us to get on the boat and go. Okay. And get past go, so I can send the message to him on, on our way by. Let's go. Yep. So we make okay. our way back to the boat <laughs> and start going back to Pathlordus. We, we're okay, efficient. Is, this is this is very efficient. Yes. So all of you, you load into the boat while everyone is getting ready. You take the chest and uh, you head back into the water. You kind of skirt around Bavlorna's and over towards the soggy court as you go. And the soggy court, it's right on the water, so you can get very close to it. I just need to be within 120 feet. Yeah, that's that is not hard. And then I send I literally send him the message saying, "Hi, uh, your highness. Unfortunately, whilst we were delivering your book to Gavlorna, it turns out that Illig, the Baron of what is the Baron of Muckstump, is has raised a, a levy and is coming to kill you. Uh, you might want to do something about that, your highness. Uh, viva la you." <laughs> Can he respond to this message? I believe he can. He can. <laughs> yes. He can respond to this message. Uh, up forever. <laughs> um, so like he responds with some alarm in his voice. <laughs> oh boy, this is this is ridiculous. And I don't know if it's my fault or your fault that it's ridiculous. It's probably a little of both. I was gonna say the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's collaborative ridiculousness. Ooh, what's mm-hmm. the name of the puppet king they want to put up? Um, the name of the puppet king was Volg. Okay, this is a cantrip, so I can cast it again if he has anything. Ah, uh, yes, yes. We're so he does respond. And... He does respond with alarm in his voice. Uh, uh, thank you for the warning. I shall rally the guards. Be very careful. He wished to put Volg up on the throne and then rule from behind as a shadowy puppet master. <laughs> You'll have to kill Volg and as well. What a strange idea. I will be sure to follow. This is excellent advice. Thank you. Thank you for uncovering this plot. Also, your alligator is plotting along with the Baron. That's another. Oh, not Snoodle. What? Snoodle? Snoodle? Yes. Snoodle would turn against me. This is is the worst news. Snoodle. He knows all your secrets. Yes, it's horrible. Uh, That's the fourth cantrip now. (laughs) Luckily, they're cantrips. I can just keep casting them. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Move the boat. Get out of range. He sounds like... (laughs) He sounds really and truly distressed over this. More distressed than the news about Illig yeah, coming to kill him. He knew Illig was coming to kill him sooner or later. But the, Snoodle, oh my god! I was hoping we'd come back and Snoodle be in charge. He might be. <laughs> like just after all the chips like laid out, they just eliminate each other, and there's just a crocodile in the. Uh, so yes, the last the last response you hear is like weeping. Snoodle, my Snoodle, my precious. Uh. <laughs> so y'all the, are going the, back the to the best Bad part Lorna's is this town. all happened this all happened in in matt's character's brain so we have no idea any of this has happened so as we're going back towards Bavlorna's, he so, kind um, of looks a little nervous and says um i don't think i should go in with you guys because technically i'm supposed to be in a cave can you like how small are you she's like a foot a foot, foot and a half do you want to ride in my loot case Sure. Okay, I'll take the lute out. What's a lute? Oh, it's oh, like a flute, only a guitar. Yes. That's <laughs> okay. why they add an F to the end of it, because it's very similar. Wonderful. She just kind of snuggles up in there. That is that is such a quote. Oh, it's like a flute, but a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why they ended it end to the F of it. Oh, oh my God. goodness. 
How did this happen? How did this happen? Chaos. Chaos uh, reigns. Uh, yes. Yes. So, mm, yes. <laughs> you make your way back into Bavlorna's cottage. And uh, you are you going straight into her study? I suppose. I don't see any reason not to. I, uh, Alistair, as noble as he is, really just wants to be done and have himself feel complete again. So I think he would just start walking like towards that study. And if anybody else wanted to join him, that's fine. But he's, yeah, he just wants, he wants to be whole again. He's just okay. riding along in the case. In one session, we've solved everything. I know. Not yet. All, we had just, do, all we had to do was completely yeah. mess up a kingdom of frog people. There's, there's still, there's still two more hags <laughs> that we got to deal with. Don't worry. We stopped yes. this one yet. <laughs> be this easy. This hag right here might yep. still be a problem. Oh, by the way, I'm still her. Okay, so you have not changed at all in this. Her with the stash. It's just her with the mustache. It's like the Ted Lasso frog person. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Ted Lasso frog. And a hag. So, yes, you march up through Bavlorna's cottage and the path you came originally. You walk up to Bavlorna and she's sitting by herself in this room going through. She has her book in her lap, which you returned earlier, making reviewing her notes. And I, she looks up as you come in, smiling again. Yeah, I don't say anything to her, but I take the crate and I just plop it down. Oh, very excellent. Very excellent. Yes. I'm going to. She I'm gonna opens elbow, it up. I elbow uh, True Shot. Give her the frog. Oh, okay. I pull out the mummified frog and pass that over as well. What an interesting gift. Yes. How fascinating this is. She waves her hand over it. You know, there's kind of an air of a magical spell to those of you who know magic. Why, yes, this is very interesting indeed. Very interesting. She is, while all of this conversation is happening, she's watching Kavan. Like, her one eye is on Kavan, like, literally. You know, one eye is looking at whatever she's looking at, and then one eye is, like, looking at Kavan. I thought literally she took it out of it and just, like, placed <laughs> it on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plop. And did you fix my pool downstairs? I figured you would have gone and checked by now, but yes, you had a gelatinous cube. It's no longer gelatinous. Ugh, dreadful things. Oozes. Ugh. Well, before we complete our deal, I must go and soak in my preservation pool. I narrow my eyes. Why the delay? And you notice that her skin is, like, dry and cracking. Moisturize me. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, because I say so, I have made a bargain, and I will not go back on that bargain. I have the items you seek, and I may have some other things you might, some information you might find interesting. Okay. You may wait here if you'd like. Yeah, I think I, think I will wait. Uh, is anyone else doing anything at this point? I'm not going to go watch her take a bath. <laughs> I, guess I mean, is I anyone? Are we? Are I'm we just... alone in the room, or are those two elves that, still there? There's that other thing there, yeah. Um the the tall the gray skinned woman is gone, but there are um there are two. They're like tiny versions of Bavlorna, very small, and they're sitting on kind of on the arms of the chair, along the back of the chair, just watching. Oh, they're okay. tiny things. 
curious what the can I she's out of the room now though, right? Uh yes. If you if no one does anything, she she will leave the room. Um just out of curiosity's sake, I just started looking around the room, looking through things, touching stuff, opening cabinets, pretty much just investigating. Okay, okay. Um yeah, so mm-hmm. since I'm holding my loot since I have to, uh, I will be playing just random stuff, trying to keep the <laughs> two uh the two mini mini Bavalornas attention away from Captain Grabby Hands. You hear the yes. tiniest, quietest little bit from your loot case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also covering that up if possible. You want a performance check? Uh sure. Okay. Thirteen. Not the greatest. Not terrible. Mm-hmm the greatest but these creatures aren't like super intelligent so yeah they're they're keeping an eye on you watching you know i they're kind of following the noise in the room um so let me see let me see what treasure is in this room hmm as you search there is a large cabinet in the corner a wooden cabinet that's uh like it's it's made of wood that's still covered in like bark and bits of moss there is a lock in the middle of the cabinet that you find, but it's it's kind of it's underneath some of the moss, but you kind of brush it away and you find a lock. Um and under the cabinet. Well, give me an investigation check and we'll see if you find that bit out. Uh 18, 18. that's pretty good. You peer under the cabinet and there's a tiny door, like the size of like a mouse hole. It's about would key four- be able to fit through that? No. no, it's about four inches tall. Yeah, she's a foot so, tall. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little small. She's not that tiny. <laughs> but other than that, it's just oh, it's just like decaying furniture, old patched furniture, debris, remains of meals, just bleh, kind of gross in here. And knock on the mouse door. <laughs> um, if you're still trying to do this without the tiny Bavlornus noticing you. Actually, I'll say one of them has left left the room with her. And there's only one left. Well, I am a Bavlorna. <laughs> you are a Bavlorna, but you are honestly not fooling any of them. They, unfortunately, Bavlorna they know Bavlorna. does not have facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's intimate, okay? I didn't say qualitative-wise. I'm just saying she doesn't have it. Yeah, I'm a trendsetter. Um, uh, you knock on the little door, and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I give up. I just keep, like, <laughs> futzing about looking at things. Anything that's not nailed down, I pick up. Uh, yeah, you have uh, bits of dishes with old food on them. Uh, ru- you know, bits of rug that have worn down to nothing. Not really anything of interest. There's just a sense of decay throughout the room. Is anyone else doing anything? True shot. No, I'm assuming we're just sitting here and resting for a while, right? She'll be gone for a while. Yeah, if you want to get a short rest, you could do that. Ooh. No. Of course I don't I don't think a short rest brings anything back for any of you of you. Yeah. It, would for the warlock. it sure does for me as well. It gives me back my action yeah, search. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, well. Shadow shot thing. Why did I bush your tail? Yeah. Go take it. Oh here's another question though. Are there any okay. windows facing the south? Um, no, because to your south is more of the house. There's a window facing north. Okay, because I was just kind of curious if, like, we maybe we could look outside and see what's going on with Viva Revolution. <laughs> yeah, that would kind of that would kind of be to your northeast. All right, it has, and oh, all of the all of the windows are covered in like muck. So, has 
I forget. Has Hippolyta told us anything about what's about to happen? Is who? Hippolyta. Uh, Hippolyta. Oh, Hippolyta. yes. Good question. Hippolyta. Oh, no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> right. I mean, you... So everyone... They knew I told them to get within 120 feet of the, uh, of the palace, so they know I did something. They know, but no one asked me what I said, so I didn't volunteer it. <laughs> I mean, you do know that Illig was rushing off to kill Galoop. Yeah. Just sitting here right now, like playing, like every so often I'll sing, and the crocodile was the worst traitor of all. Oh, <laughs> poor Galoof cried bitter tears as the crocodile laughed. <laughs> oh, that doesn't scan at all. Oh. Um, so if no one else is doing anything, it's no fun message. being a bully. Okay, Hippolyta, she, she, from the loot case, she cast message, and you hear tiny whisper fairy voice going maybe somebody should check on her and make sure she didn't just leave <laughs> honestly i'm not entirely sure i want to go check on her as she takes a bath <laughs> um so yes if everyone wants to you can mark off a short rest absolutely uh, so after about an hour and everyone mark a long rest off on your sheet if you get anything back for a long rest short rest yes you are correct um, so close to getting my inspirations back. Almost. <laughs> I, I am nothing you, if not terminally fair. <laughs> you you almost managed to do to my own inattention. So Bavlorna comes back into the room. Her skin looks much more supple, but it's she looks more <sighs> toad-like with like soft green skin. It's not cracked and dry anymore. Well, what lovely work you have all done. Yes, yes, your ward is well, well deserved. And out from a pocket somewhere in her, like, raggy outfit, she produces a little bag. It is uh, purple-colored, and she hands it to you, Alistair. I take the bag. I open it up. Um, as you pick up the bag, uh, you open it up, and out of the bag jumps a tiny pony. And it sort of prances around you. And uh, as as you look at it, you just, you can't help it. You just start laughing. This is so ridiculous. You've never seen anything quite this ridiculous. And a second pony jumps out and follows the first. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> you're laughing at it. What? What? You laughed at it. Oh, I, I, I am. Several more ponies jump out. I believe it does a total of eight. I'm going to have to double check that. I'll let you know so later. So many ponies. And Key is just locked away. <laughs> they're, they're like tiny and they're all prancing around Alistair. Are they large enough to have gone through that little door? No. Uh, no. No, they aren't that small. <laughs> no. Random quote, I know. Just... Hit me. <laughs> and Lorna is smiling, that gap mouth smile with flies going around her in and out of her mouth. See, Bevlorna keeps a deal. So I guess the question is out of, uh, like, above above table, like, is, am I only able to feel joy when the ponies are out? <laughs> or no, is your, your joy is completely returned, and the bag acts like a bag of tricks. Except oh. it only produces, it only produces ponies. Okay, so I get a bag of tricks, but I can feel joy otherwise. And I can Yes, you can feel joy at all times. All and right. You, you, won't, you won't feel joy at all times because you're well, with me, but you're, you, you can. 
Yep. You're capable of feeling joy at all times. So ponies are the secret to happiness. <laughs> I I believe I believe this came about because I asked you a long time ago, Joe, what Alistair's favorite animal was, and I think that's where I got this. Oh my god, that's right. Uh huh. I totally very, forgot that existed. Oh no. Okay, great. That's 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 been a while. Um. <laughs> uh, highly approve. Now I have another favor you might do for me if you are willing to make a deal. I, I I was the only one that had anything left because Moss left, right? Yes, like, you were the only one that had anything with Bavlorna. Uh, well, uh, I feel slightly more inclined to at least listen. What do you have in mind? I would like you to bring me something from my sister's house. A portrait. All right. A portrait of me. And in exchange, I have a bit of information I think you might appreciate. Would you be willing to make this deal with me? Uh, we know somebody needs to go see her, so I'm, we're going to go there anyway. I believe, um, I believe that could be agreeable. Hmm. Yes, yes. Well, it is in Scabatha's possession. She holds a portrait of me. And if you would bring it to me... I happen to know that my sister holds a creature that you were looking for, a small displacer beast. The it baby. was taken off oh. it was taken off to her realm. Yeah, Alistair gets real like angry at hearing this. She does so like children to surround her. And this this tiny beast, I'm sure it captivated her. What are you gonna do? with the portrait just keep it well it is it is a portrait of me it belongs in my collection not my sister's why does she have my assumption is that she has it to some form of leverage but i'm not saying i flat out ask why does she have it ah scabatha likes to collect things just she she has taken this from me and i wish it back brother oh i'm I'm going to go have a conversation with Scabatha, so I might as well take the portrait. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this. Well, if this is agreeable, she spits in her hand and then offers it to you to shake, Alistair. I spit in my hand and I shake. Very well. This is a most agreeable arrangement. Oh, by the way, you have a revolution on your hands. Uh, yeah, the billywogs, they are always doing that. They may do as they will, as long as they get out of my business. Uh, I... Just a brief step in here. Um, when we first arrived here, those bandits that were working like, for you or with you uh, jumped us. Did they happen to leave the things they took from us here? Mm, they did. Could my brother have his sword back so that we could actually do what you want with slightly more efficiency? Hmm. Make a persuasion check. Okay, I am going to use my second to last inspiration on myself here. That's a 27 before I even use the inspiration. <laughs> that is agreeable if you should like to collect your things. And she directs you to a storeroom downstairs. Yeah, I will. I will absolutely be going to get my things. Two shots, too. Because mm-hmm. Moss left, so Moss's stuff is there, but Moss didn't seem to care. So I'm, I'm still reeling from the fact that her sister 
would want to have her portrait because I can't understand <laughs> why anybody would want to have anything. So I'm, I'm just like lost in thought. But then I hear you guys are going down there to collect your stuff, and I'm just like, what? Do your you have things? From me? <laughs> Actually, yeah, who does who yeah. does have your thing? Do you know? Me? Well, no, yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, but he the, said um, that he lost something, and he's here for because he lost it. So maybe he does. Maybe he knows where it is. He may not. He does not know where that, it is, but it's not with uh, Bavlorna. Yeah, it, it's also one of those things where I don't because what I lost is purpose. I don't know that I want it back, so I just sort of collect stuff as it's coming along. I'm literally like the the conscious version of a falling domino. So, uh, but I, I wonder though, does she have like anything I could have? just for the sake of having something. <laughs> and she she laughs at this. Do you want to make a deal with me, young one? You are quite know. fascinating. Well, you know, Maybe. deals have a cost. Well, I've been looking as beautiful as you all day. Is that enough hmm. payment? <laughs> you would have to tell me what you want first. I don't know what you have. Nah, I have many things. No, seriously, is there something you actually want? No, I'm. This this could turn into just Lord like a uh, what's the term for it? when like an AF breaks down? <laughs> oh, a, a stochastic parroting. So, so and basically, he has oh. no idea. <laughs> I, I just literally she says that I shrug and I just turn around and walk. <laughs> very well, very well. But I I am always open to deals if you decide on what you want. Back again. All right, let's 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 go do all that. Um, any idea how we get there? That would be nice since we're going to get your um, picture. I I will say that Morgort, you'll you should remember this. Morgort offered you a balloon ride, mm -hmm. and Clapperclaw also offered you was able to direct you to the next realm, though he did ask you to recover his skull head. Okay. Hmm. I'll try to get the skull head from her if she has it. Do you, do you remember to have the skull head of that clapper claw thing? Hmm, well... Because it would make it easier for us to get to your sister and get that painting from her. The gang, as such as it is, does bring me some odd and interesting things. You may go look for it in the storage room. Perhaps they've left it. All right. Um, unless some, unless somebody else wants to keep talking, I will like give her a little bow, thank her for her time, and go down to the storeroom to check for that. Skull. Oh, you no! Know, I've already gone. I've already gone to the yeah. storeroom. <laughs> like, I've left. Yeah. I got to get my family sword back. <laughs> uh, yes. So you go down, and I know you searched these rooms before, but I'm gonna say there's another locked room down here, and uh, inside you do. You dig through pilots, all sorts of stuff. I mean, there are weapons, there are bottles of mysterious you don't know what. I'll have uh, the tech magic going. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so you pick up all of your things, and after some digging, you do find the skull. And, uh, you know, roll a d20 for me. Anyone who's searching, just roll a straight d20. Sure. I got a six. I'll say <laughs> I legit anyone, anyone 11 and up finds a magical item to be determined later. Okay. In Including, uh, uh, so, Key, were you going to roll? Key's still in the loot case, which has gotten deceptively quiet. I, <laughs> you have walked away from Bavlorna. 
Yeah, we're not. Yeah, I would. I would have messaged you that we're not currently remote Babylon is present. Oh, and you hear kind of, huh, huh? Oh, oh. Okay, can you let me out? Yeah, I, I'll pop it open. You could okay. technically have opened it. I didn't bolt it. Oh, well, that's nice of you. I was just taking. <laughs> if you want to make um, a roll? So yeah. You can search and maybe find the magic item. <laughs> yeah. Just, you rolled a one. Yeah. Okay, so Hippolyta and Kavan, you found a magic item, and we I will I will decide what those are at a later date. That's fine. Uh, but you head out of the out of Bavlorna's cottage and go off to find Clapperclaw Claw and Morgort, ready for your next adventure. And I am going to call it here. We will call it a day, and next time we play, we will head into our next realm of Thither to meet Scabatha Nightshade, the next hag. I, I'm just imagining like the narrator, you saying all this. And then meanwhile, in the background, it, like the camera, like they're the, the, the whole uh, soggy courts in the background is we're like on to another adventure. Ah! Yeah. Like everything's, <laughs> everything's on fire. There's explosions. <laughs> it's like somebody walked in with a pizza and the place is just a disaster. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah well, burning. you know, this was going to happen whether you intervened or not. So it's just, uh, but definitely by warning Galoop, you have thrown things into an, like an extra layer of chaos. Uh, so we we may venture into that if you want to next game. I, I think we probably want to get out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> I, I, I just want the next game to have an intro, like a Ken Burns style documentary about like the great, <laughs> the the great Bullywog Civil War. <laughs> like Dearest, a slow pan over a field that's just littered with yeah. bodies. <laughs> Dearest Murpon, we have been fighting in the, in the soggy court for days now. So quickly, yeah, I mean, Soggle, Soggle has quickly seized control. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yes thank you tadpoles to the front <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for playing thanks to all of our listeners for listening and uh yeah that's gonna be it for this game